0: Okay. Kayla got the number Okay. I ain't in my prime yet. Yeah. I ain't think about dying yet. Yeah. Don't even think about trying yet. Yeah. Y'all niggas ain't my kind. What's up, everybody? It's Kayla got the 411. I'm back for another What's the episode. I'm here with Ali. Ali, we were talking earlier. I had the whole gang on this show. <laughs> and they all mention your name. So of course I have you on.
1: How you doing? What's good with you? I'm good. How's everything
0: going? Going good. So since this segment is called What's Good, like what's good with you? Like we in a new year, like how's everything going? Like where are you mentally? I'm good.
1: I'm in, I'm really just like, I call it, I call it robot mode. That's what me and Cicero say. We, we in robot mode where it's just make beats every day, like around, like around like seven, seven, eight o'clock. I go to the studio to about 4 5 6 in the morning every night. Right. And so I'm just I'm just I'm just in that mode where I'm am straight grinding, just robot mode. I'm just working and I don't feel like nothing to be honest.
0: Yeah. So, you know, everybody has somebody that inspired them when it comes to music. So let's take it back to when you was little Ali. What mm-hmm. were you listening to that inspired your whole music taste? Um at first when
1: I was a little when I was like a little 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 kid I'll listen to classical and country music because I like Walker, Texas Ranger. So I listen to country music. Like I was probably like nothing bigger than two years old. And I was like telling my, like trying to like, basically I would get, I would start crying if they changed the radio from classical or country music when I was in the car. What? Mm-hmm. you know, baby, how old are
0: you? I'm 22. Hold on. Were you
1: born
0: 2000? Yeah. Okay, because I mean you know Disney chief they used to be bumping. Like I mm-hmm. listen to some country music too. And I yes. love hearing you say that because sometimes I feel like especially producers, like if you don't expand your musical taste, like all oh, these shit start starts sounding the same. Exactly. You know, so it's like you don't really have to be like on your little nice ace, but it definitely helps when you're trying to create different sounds these days. So what are you listening to now? I listen. Uh, I went to high school a little. I think, but I'm, I'm
1: listening to. Uh, I listen to Straight Future, uh, like Travis Scott. But really, I listen to myself. Like mm-hmm. I don't really listen to other people for real. But as far as like my favorite artists, <laughs> thank you. I year. had a
0: conversation with somebody like this, and they was like, oh, you don't watch other people's shows." I was like, "I don't watch other people's shows." I'm trying to focus on me because sometimes if you listen to other people's music or watch their content, it kind of messes with your whole creative process. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why you don't. No, nah, it's just. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I just
1: be, I just You're be a fan of to listen to my own music. Like when I leave the studio, like say, say I'm 15 minutes away from the studio, I make three songs at night. And I'm going to listen to them right. songs over and over while I'm in the car, and I don't really listen to music. I be so music out. I don't really listen to music no more when oh. I'm chilling around the house. I really be just watching TV, asleep. Like I don't really listen to music until I go to work.
0: Okay, like, that makes as, sense.
1: As of, like, as of like recently though, like, like that—that that is crazy. You said that because I haven't really noticed, but that's like recently. Like I really don't listen to music, even in the car. I probably don't even turn it on no more.
0: Mm-hmm. It, no, it's okay to say you're a fan of yourself. I encourage <laughs> people. To- <laughs> I, I heard Lil Wayne said that. over here. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, you are still a, a young man. You know, you're still in your twenties, and you are actually signed to Free Game Publishing. So. Tell me about that whole entire process and like what made you sign with them? Because I've been hearing a lot of producer artists horror stories. So, what made you feel like that was the right decision for you? I mean, it wasn't. It it ain't have, It really ain't have nothing to do with music.
1: It's really have everything. Like it's just. It's like okay. So when Cicero came down, from um, Cicero is like the CEO of Free Game Publishing. He's from 808 mm-hmm. Mafia. Like he's used to be the key, or not used to be, still is the keys of 808 Mafia. So, like, when he came from, but he's from Chicago, so what? when he was taking his first leap in his music career and came to Atlanta, he was, like, you know, meeting people in Atlanta, and he linked up with my, like, older cousins, and that's the people he stuck with. Like, he will always, <laughs> so, like, in Atlanta, he was staying with them, you know what I'm saying, like, doing everything together, like, there was, you know, really close, so he became, like, part of the family, so really, when I'm but I didn't, I was making music the whole time and never really knew him because that was my older, older cousin. So I was never really around him because so, I'm so young. And so when I became of age, you know, like 18, 19 or whatever, I started coming around them. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I met Cicero. And it turns out I've been watching Cicero and looking up to these guys like my whole life. Yes. So then when you go around your family and you realize that the dude you've been looking up to is part of your family, it's like, well, you know what I'm saying there's no of course I'm gonna stick by you you know what I'm saying like of course I'm gonna be with you know what I'm saying like want to do music with you all that type of stuff and then when he got he got like the little he got a Sony deal and basically for like songwriting and um like you know big big placements and stuff like that like movies and TV shows and all that songwriting for other artists and stuff like that. So he know I'm an artist and an engineer and a producer so he just pitched it to me like that like shoot, come on, little bro, like, I got you, you know what I'm saying, basically, it was just my little opening to the, um, to the music industry, but the, really, the only reason I signed is so that everything, you know, so everything is legit, and, you know, you get, you know, you get more things, more doors open when you actually sign, people always try to do the independent route, but it really, you're making yourself work, 100%, you're making yourself work harder, you, like, you can still be independent, just depends on what type of deal you get, like, you have to know, you have to get
0: knowledge to know what you're signing, you know what I'm saying, not all deals are (laughs) done, Yeah. Do the research. There is no really um excuse these days because there's so much you know mm-hmm. information out there for people to actually do their own research. So so many people like, that sign bad deals. Well, yeah, he's, <laughs> we see on Twitter and Instagram when they going to complaints every day. Yeah. So y'all homie, C. Handy. He was on my show um a few weeks back, and he pretty much talked about how you were the person who taught him how to produce and stuff like that, but. Also, you learn from somebody else, too. So, tell me about the person that inspired you, your right-hand man, that you were just talking about earlier.
1: Well, yeah, Cicero, how you taught, you? Me how, Cicero taught me how to make beats just like him. But mm-hmm. I've been making music since I was three years old. So by the t- But I already knew how to make beats. Like, I've been playing drums since I was three. So, I've been In playing. I've been doing, yeah, like, nah, before church. I was playing drums because I had a neighbor. Well, And I was playing, they had bought a drum set for me when we lived in D.C., so I was three years old. But then when we moved to Florida, um, there was a neighbor that played in a rock band, and I was always hearing him. I used to, like, hang out with his little brother, and I always hear him play drums. And I was already, my older sister had played, what she played Cello, and then the one under her played drums, too. So I was already, you know, beating on pots and pans and doing other stuff like that. And he taught me how to play drums. And then I have another cousin who's signed, like, he's with Hood Rich and, like, uh, and uh, DJ Spins, um from Augusta, Georgia. Like, he, he's been making beats, too. And so when I was, like, 11 or 12, he taught me how to, he was, like, was the first person to put me on FL Studio on a computer to transition from making drums to making beats. Because at that point, he was playing in church and I was playing in church as well. So he was like, look, if, you broke, if you're playing drums, you might as well make beats. So that's when I learned how to make beats. But then when I got around Cicero, he taught me how to mix the beat. He taught me how to, you know, how to clean it up, get the industry sound. He taught me how to make beats just like him. He taught me what type of beats they actually looking for. He taught me what sounds to do. So basically he like polished everything I learned over my whole life and polished it all together and then taught me how to play some keys and stuff like that.
0: That's dope. You know, it's yeah. always a thing, too, on here. Everybody always started church somewhere, especially yeah. not here in the South. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think, I think like, we're supposed to go back and play in church. I think that's the problem. I think a lot of us don't go back and play in church. Like Zaytoven, one of the greatest producers, he plays in church almost every Sunday. And I think that's what we need to do. We need to start going back and playing in the same church that started us off. Right, especially the youth, like, they all love,
0: like, having somebody there that they can look up to. Because a lot of them, they mm-hmm. may want to do music, too. Like, many of you are all there, too. So, exactly. besides just music and kind of polishing, like, what your sound was, like, is there any type of music industry advice that he gave you that you're going to need? Um, really, it's, like,
1: music industry is really, like, the street. So, the only real advice is, like, <laughs> you got to understand, like, it's, like, when... When you're doing good, of course, everybody's going to come and be around. And as producers, as producers, like, we have to be the vibe, the swag, and everything. So, really, he taught me how, I, indirectly, indirectly, he taught me how to, like, close on deals and market myself just by, like, us being around and being in the studio with him. Like, I got comfortable being in big studios and being around other people where now, like, I don't care who it is walking in the studio. I'm cool as ever. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't get nervous, I don't get anything, and I'm gonna make my presence known. And he always told me that because at first, like I'm a I'm a outspoken person, but at first I ain't want to step on nobody's toes. And he yeah. was like, Nah, he was like, Nah, little bro, like you, baby Cicero, like Nah. So like from from the jump, oh. from the jump, it's like he gave me his respect just by being baby Cicero. So now when I walk into a room, like everybody give me the same respect they give him. So it's like indirectly, I got like it's easy to like market myself and everything because I can go in there and talk to anybody I want to. Right. You
0: know what I'm saying? The Instead confidence, up, like that.
1: yeah, confidence and stuff like that. That's
0: dope, <laughs> especially. I feel like especially as we as black people, especially black men, to have like another black man that's like, yo, I think you're dope and give you the opportunity to shine. Now, mm-hmm. right there, those you know, so I don't know him, but you know he sounds like a real dope dude. So yeah. I really appreciate that because you still young, so a lot of times. Um, older people they try to take advantage of you know Lord knows I don't been through so many things in my early 20s where people really be trying to run game on you but when you have somebody solid beside you like around you mm-hmm. Like everybody needs that so you've been blessed to have that so mm-hmm. Ali I listen to your EP I listen to all 19 songs <laughs> and there's one that I keep going to and that is Prime mm-hmm. now for people who don't know what Prime means it pretty much means like you're in the best place in your life so we're going to get to know you okay we're going to mm. cheat up. I'm going to ask you a few questions, all right, about... Got to be honest, all right? You ready? Don't yeah. Be nice? I'm nice. good. All right? So I'm going to state the sentence, and you um, finish it out. okay? Okay. The first one, my money right now is looking... Like it's
1: coming. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> my love life right now is currently... It is great. Okay. Mm-hmm. My career right now is currently...
1: I'm thriving.
0: Okay. And my peace of mind is currently? Uh, Stable.
1: Unstable?
0: It's like stable. Yeah,
1: about stable. Okay, stable. I thought you said unstable. Oh,
0: oh, oh,
1: Oh, no, no. I'm good. I'm good.
0: (laughs) Okay. So that was even. So when I pretty much went through The, the EP, I definitely feel like you are very great with marketing. Like, I love the album cover, but what made you put 19 songs? You remember when Chris Brown did that album; he had all those songs. But like, I still ain't finished listening to it.
1: <laughs> like, what think,
0: made you choose 19 songs? I don't know.
1: I I don't know. Me Me is like I do. I just I don't. Okay, so when I go to the studio, I hate somebody asking me what we working on, or uh, like. But what are you trying to do? Or like, if I say, okay, I'm working on it. I'm working on the tape. If I know that, and that's like my goal-driven in my mind, I don't really have nothing in my mind as far as a track list. So when I feel personally that I'm done with the music, and I listen to the music, like for example, this 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 is really an album. I just didn't call it an album because I didn't get. I'm I'm not getting backed by a, a label to drop it as an artist. You know what I'm saying? So I call it a mixtape. But it's like I look at the end of I recorded. I recorded cicero and you know to learn how to work engineer and stuff like that on the industry level for six months last year at the beginning from january until what is that june and then after that he went to la for like the last four or five months of the year so i was in atlanta and so i was like working on my album basically for the last six months of last year and so at the end of six months i looked and i had probably about 35 40 songs And like, I got like three dogs right here making noise. I got like, I thought that was a baby. I was like, wait a minute. Nah, I got got three dogs because I I really got two, but did not rescue one last night. (laughs) But yeah, so then I did that, and I I had probably Mm -hmm. like 35 songs. And then I just was like, you know what, I'm gonna drop probably like 20. And then the one song, it was really supposed to be 20, but I just didn't get one song back. So that's why I only dropped 19.
0: Mm. so what I mean, is your whole entire process of even picking the collabs the producers because you produce some of your own songs too and even yeah. the cover art like how was it like what made well, you I choose got, i got the cover art probably about a
1: week before i dropped the tape and that's really from another artist that i've been working with since like 2018 she does clothes and yeah. everything and graphic design i just called her up and was like Yeah, I just want something with graffiti and do this, that. (laughs) And she just did that for me. So I don't know how that came about. But as far as like the collabs and the beats, it's really I work on a genuine level. Like anybody that works me, they they'll tell you like I'm really hands-on. So like I like to be in the studio. So whatever we make in the studio, I don't like beats, anything, whatever vibe you hear, that's just the vibe we had in the studio because I don't like fake vibes. So it's really on I really just go on everything. If, if you're in my session, I feel like you want to get on the song, get on the song. If I want to pick it for my album, that's how it works. There's no really no, like no fake no vibes. Process. Like how do you handle like fake vibes?
0: Like if the vibe in there, like you just like, you know,
1: this ain't really- telling fake vibes. I've been doing music for so long, it's like I feel like you can I hear I see music. So it's like if I if I see you and you're not moving, like you could tell like body language, like I feel like that's the main part, like body language, like All that, you could tell when somebody's fake bobbing their head because they're not (laughs) really doing it. You could tell, like, it's a whole bunch of stuff. But I don't really worry about that too much because, like, the the people we are, like, the people that I try to, like, pride myself, the person I try to pride myself as being is, like, I'm a vibe setter. Like, when I come in there, like, I'm going to make the vibe. I don't care about what your vibe is. Like, I'm going to make the beat that's going to make you get up. I'm going to record. If you don't want to record me, I'll record myself. Like, and they what? will be better than when you recorded. Like, that's how I am. Like, I always, <laughs> nobody, nobody's going to do nothing better than me. That's how I am. What?
0: What's your Zodiac sign, Ali? You said what? What's your Zodiac
1: sign? Aquarius. My birthday just passed.
0: You're an air sign. Okay. Yeah, you know, I just, I'm a Libra. And you know, C. Henny is a Libra, and I feel like that's probably why y'all vibe. I mean yeah. people just really don't get us. So we just, you know, they just really yeah. don't get us. We ask us. Okay. Mm-hmm. That explains why y'all vibe too, right? Because I know I was talking yep. to him saying he's a more of an introvert, but you seem like more like outgoing. And yep. you no, know, you really have to really just pull Libras out their shell. And they're like, yep. oh, what is
1: it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll okay. be having I'll be having to pull see Henny out his shell all the
0: time. <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> probably an observer, I observer, because I'm a type of person like when you talk about fake vibes, I don't be in certain places where I probably wasn't feeling the performance, but I was kind of doing like a fake little rock. Mm-hmm. And then the people can tell by that, you know, you know looking yep. looking at that, Like you can really tell. So, you know, yep. so that makes sense now. So you are actually from Atlanta. I actually thought you was from Alabama since all your homies from Alabama, but you are from Atlanta. So how yeah. is it with getting love from the city? Because I feel like Atlanta is so big and it's so different, many zones like. Or do you not worry about like
1: Everybody, everybody doing the same thing in Atlanta. So you, I don't really, if you looking for love in, from your own city or your own hood, in my opinion, in Atlanta, then you, you looking for the wrong reason. You're doing it for the wrong reason. So I don't really look for that. But I get most of my love from, like, like I said, like my older cousin, like in my family, I'm like the young one that's doing everything. So it's like everybody is like putting all their eggs behind me and stuff like that. And so it's like, it's it's good, but like, you know, I'm from the west side of Atlanta, so it's like all the people down there, all the old heads, like my, I call them old heads, but they probably like not even old, you know what I'm saying, but they just support, you know what I'm saying, like, just, I I, I love it, like, because growing up, it's like, I never, I don't have an older brother, I'm the older brother, so it's like, now I got all these other older brothers that just watch out for me and stuff like that, so it's cool. Does it put a lot of
0: pressure on you, feeling like everybody's counting on
1: you, or does it motivate you? Not really, cause I'm the type of person where it's like I'm coming in there like, yeah, y'all got to count on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like,
0: yeah, y'all Like, go, hey.
1: like I'm, I, I don't really care. Like I, I don't get scared like, at this point. Like I told I told um, my mom and I like at this point I've been doing music for so long and I wanted it to get to this point where I'm signed. Like now I'm at the point where nobody can tell me anything. I, don't, I only thing I got to do is focus on the music, and that's all. Yeah, that's all I'm doing right now.
0: You really got a good head on your shoulders. But like, you are way more mature and wise than some of these old mm. 40s. Like, for real. Like, and I've noticed that. I think, like, even our generation, I think the reason why people fear us is because we kind of, they you know they say, like, we think we got it all figured out. I think, no, we yeah. just believe in ourselves more and we're not waiting for anybody to give us opportunities. We're making our own opportunities. So, mm. I like to talk about that. So, what is next for you for 2022?
1: What you got going on? I'm working on, right now, I'm, I'm working close to Cicero. Me and him been working nonstop every day. Just, you know, working on uh, these beats and just songwriting. That's what I'm, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get my placements up right now. Working on TV shows and movies and stuff like that. Just trying to put my hand in everything. That's right. what I'm trying to do. And um, I think I'm, I'm trying to develop this new, like, this new little sound. Probably will drop, like, next year. I ain't going to drop again this year, but I'll probably drop next year. Oh, it probably drops every other year.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so that's why you didn't drop in 2020. You must drop you. Okay.
1: Yeah, I just dropped. I just dropped like a single last year. Not then, 20. Like not at the 2021,
0: 20, 20, 20, you didn't drop, right?
1: Yeah, I didn't drop 20. I dropped a single like at the end of 2021, and I had dropped the album at the end of 2020. So it's like I, I bare, I like, I basically dropped in 2021 because you know, like the beginning of the year, but right. technically I didn't. Yeah.
0: Hmm, okay. Is that a reason why you do that? Like your
1: spreading. Yeah, people? it's I have a thing with twos. So it's like I just like I just like my, my birthday is February 2nd, 2000 Oh,
0: so like, okay. It's two, two, two. year February second,
1: twenty twenty two. So make sure mm-hmm. on February 22nd make sure you do something dope. Yep, definitely. I'm mm-hmm. doing something two two twenty two.